basically we've been warned that there's a bridge out up ahead and we will surely perish if we don't stop what we're doing and turn around and instead of doing that we're like stepping on the gas because somebody our current president has decided that since we're all doomed anyway <laughs> we might as well go faster um, I've seen it described as a car heading towards a cliff and people are arguing about whether to use the gas or the brake, but nobody suggests turning. I mean, so there was a point when we could have hit the brakes and just stopped making things worse and kept things at a level of just bad that would have been bad but not but not death of the species bad so in the week since this report has come out the one thing that's annoyed me the most has been everyone's hot take about how it's everyone's fault but themselves yes i have seen this phenomenon <laughs> and uh I mean, I know it's my fault. I own a car. I work from home, but I own a car. Sometimes I drive it to the dentist or the grocery store in the middle of the day. I drive a lot less than most people, but I live in a suburb where it would be very difficult for me not to own that car right. and occasionally drive it. <laughs> There's a lot of th So there are things people are guilty of completely by choice. Um, and then things they're kind of forced into due to living in America. <laughs> right. Which is that car ownership is mandatory, at least per household. Yeah. And, of course, you can argue that, well, poor people get by without cars. And it's like, yeah, but do they really? <laughs> the quality of living is not good. Yeah. I mean, just the number of buses sometimes you have to take to go, like, blocks. <laughs> And it'll take an hour. Right. So a quick timeline I put together um, because something I used to believe was that peak oil was going to save us because peak oil was forecast to occur at the turn of the century. And it did right on schedule. Gas <laughs> prices ballooned to $5 a gallon in some states and for almost everywhere else. Yeah. Parties turned over and... A whole bunch of industries that totally aren't related to oil, but actually everything is, started collapsing. <laughs> um, and everything looked like, okay, well, this is going to suck now, but, you know, we'll get over it. And, you know, with better fuel efficiency standards and just <laughs> using not oil for literally everything we do, then, you know, we can accidentally keep, take care of global warming without actually trying. But then, so... It turns out that the real reason for the Iraq war was not to steal oil. We just needed it to stay priced in U.S. dollars. Because when oil is priced in U.S. dollars, you can attract investors, which can fund shale extraction, which used to be totally like it was something that people knew could be done for a while, but was just deemed unfeasible because you would need gas selling, you know, at four dollars a gallon to, you know, make one red cent out of it. Hmm. 
Um, but then we deregulated banks, made investing easy, made credit basically free, and created the uh, hydraulic fracturing and the uh, shale extraction processes, which don't make any money, but it's you know it's basically a Ponzi scheme because you're you're not really paying back investors with other investors, but no one's really making money, and unlike a conventional well where you have a lot of oil at the beginning and then it slowly tapers off. With these, you get a lot of it immediately and then it sharply declines. <laughs> um, so it's just a bad idea to be taking it at all. But because we have so many locations where we can get it from, we're not going to encounter peak oil, um, at least <laughs> before global warming gets us. Yay. So in 2009, um, or, you know, in late 2008, uh, the Democrats come in with a uh, supermajority and they decide to do nothing or worse <laughs> than nothing actually they prop up the american car companies which were failing only due to pure classic capitalism people were buying japanese cars because oil prices went up and that corolla that gets like 26 instead of 13 mpg looked pretty good <laughs> compared to you know some boat of a ford that also needs more repairs yeah it was it's remarkable the times when we do and do not adhere to capitalism in this country and uh shockingly it has a lot to do with when we are enriching the already rich and yep. when we're not <laughs> yep um, and then the Democrats took it one step too far by um, bailing out the banks without punishing anyone, without stopping any foreclosures. So um, I would say rightfully the people turned against them, although where they turned was worse. <laughs> yeah, out of the frying pan and into the fire. Yeah, but they were right to lose. Yeah, it just it would have been super if instead of, you know, jumping into the frying pan, they had or into the fire rather yeah. they had jumped you know in up to the other side like off the stove <laughs> and, you know into like some environmental socialist type people who care about people and want the earth to continue being hospitable to human life right so this is why one of the things that annoys annoyed me in responses to this is the blaming of the republicans it's like well, yes, they are the ones stepping on the gas, but it's not like the Democrats have ever put their foot on the brake. Right. In fact, some Democrats don't even take their foot off the gas. They just sort of lessen it a little. <laughs> yeah. The uh, in merely increased MPG standards that were supposed to start going into effect you know, that were passed during that brief window in 2009, you know, were already behind Japan and even California's, you know, own standards. And they wouldn't start going into effect until after Obama's administration, assuming he got the second term, which means that if his successor, either after one or two terms, wasn't of the same party, they could get rid of them. And they did. They super duper did. We're pretty screwed. Um, it's it's funny with cars specifically, like we really don't have good options. 
Um, so hi, Brian, our friend Brian <laughs> recently bought a Nissan Leaf, which is great. Uh, it, it's not, uh, but depending how now, so he lives, I, I imagine his electricity probably isn't very much from coal, but a lot of people still is. Uh, we still burn a lot of... His might be Niagara Falls. Yeah, I wasn't going to get that specific <laughs> about where where in the country he was, but I, I don't I don't know if I have any specific reason not to not to do so. Um, I don't know how secret that is, but yeah. Um, so it it might be from someplace else. Um, some something less polluty than uh, coal, but for most for many Americans, replacing their gas guzzlers with electric guzzlers yeah. <laughs> not although i mean because of you know people want their cars to go more than half an hour on a charge <laughs> they tend not to be very guzzly except for teslas we'll get there yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but depending like how you charge them and where the energy for that comes from which spoilers mostly petrochemicals yeah the, and the burning thereof like it's not that much better yeah and i mean every type of power plant um including hydroelectric is still um supplemented by cheap oil because you know dams are built out of concrete which are hauled by trucks and then have upkeep um and that's nothing to speak of the local ecological damage but that's that's just neutral to all types of power plants um mm. you know coal is trucked or trained in and you know at best trained in and you know nuclear power plants have an enormous amount of staff and upkeep and vehicles running around outside you know doing every little thing you know so it's you know an electric car is really only greenish if you're plugging it into solar panels but the amount of energy it uses is like so much more than your whole house if you <laughs> drive it every day like that's an ass load of panels, which boat their way from China, by the way. Yeah, um, we don't actually make very many of those here. And apparently, I don't know, one of one of the ways that, you know, red hatters like to pwn the libs is to point out that one solar panel startup that failed. Yeah, and right. blame that specifically on President Obama. Yeah. I haven't looked into how they connect those dots, but they do. I don't know. I mean, facts don't matter anymore. So, right whatever you're saying something about your parents right so they actually covered um most of well the whole useful facing side mm. of their roof in solar panels and that gets them through the day uh they're still part of the grid so when um one of the hurricanes uh which one the h1 was there an h1 yeah but i don't know the pacific names yeah, I don't remember. This is terrible. This was like two months ago. And I, I know, right? No, and, it was, <laughs> and I was like fretting about it for days because we have such good forecasting now that you really get a good chance to fret yep. about these storms, before they, which is wonderful, but not great for my anxiety. But it doesn't matter because, yeah, I'd much rather be anxious for a few days and prepared than et cetera. <laughs> but um, so there was a... a it looked like there was a pretty good chance they would have um, significant power outage and their solar panels would not do them a lick of good because the power generated would bleed into the grid. They had no way of disconnecting. Yeah. 
So one thing you can do if you do have the option of having solar panels is um, if you can degrid entirely, great. But if you can't, um, like, leave, like, a dryer or something on the grid and then, like, wire the rest of your house straight into the panels and or a battery. Or, you know, if you have a ass load of land and have outbuildings, make them entirely off-grid or whatever. Because as we discussed in our episode calling out Apple on their uh, net energy bullshit, that connection to the grid is still part of their forecast demand, and they might burn coal on your behalf if you don't use it. They actually stopped letting people put solar panels on their roofs after in, in my parents' general area after they got theirs because the electric, com- <laughs> the electric company couldn't afford it, allegedly. It's, it's wonderful. <sighs> actually, I actually knew somebody in high school. Um, her family at that time was living off the grid with only solar panels. So, like, she couldn't blow dry her hair. And that sounded terrible to me as a high school student. But... <laughs> But I don't blow I don't blow dry my hair anymore, and it's fine because mostly because I'm lazy. Uh, unless it's really cold and my head gets cold, then I'll blow dry my hair. But that's like a pretty tremendous waste of energy <laughs> for no real reason. Yeah, um, the hair dryer is one of the few things that can trip the breaker here, other than trying to run everything else at once. Yeah. But we we're talking about solar panels. We were talking about cars. Um, and what I do want to bring up is our hero, Elon Musk, also tweeted about this because, oh, look at this terrible report. This is why we need to get everyone on electric cars. Dude. <laughs> and as we've discussed before, he is damaging the, ca- the cause um, because... With his cause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With his North North Jersey cause, <laughs> or I guess that's more Boston. Anyway, um, <laughs> because it does nothing to get rid of the car paradigm, which is that people don't live anywhere that you can even build transit to. Um, you know, not that there is transit anyway. And mm. roads are made out of oil. Um, steam rollers are powered by oil. But right. I mean, the, the roads there are themselves are literally made of oil. And if you make them out of anything else, they don't last nearly as long. Or you can make them unpaved, like just out of gravel, like two thirds of the state of Vermont. And you just need four wheel drive and there's a 15 mile an hour speed limit. It's fine. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> you know, but as long as people are so spread out and literally unplanned ways, like there's no urban planning involved, um, mm-hmm. that's not going to work. I wonder if we could go back to horses at this point. <laughs> Although growing hay for horses would also involve quite a bit of petroleum. Yes, so. but they're not the worst animal. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be our oxen. Um, and tires to run on the roads are also just plum made out of oil. And not to mention all the lubricants, whether they're synthetic or not, or at least petroleum derived or based on or just required assholes of energy to make so, you know, a car no matter what it runs on is still just a machine that's made out of and burns oil and contributes to global warming no matter what right stuff the gills with oil yeah and musk didn't make electric cars cool that's what we used to say that's what i used to say what he really did was make people think they cost as much as a house <laughs> yeah 
the Model 3, which, uh, you know, their affordable model that starts at, what, like 50K? No, I mean, so I guess it started at 35, but but really 50. (laughs) You can't actually have it. Yeah, but also people just aren't aware of anything else. I think, you know, only the Vault has got decent traction in terms of mindshare. Well, so there was this, there used to be a ton of Nissan Leafs in Atlanta because the state of Georgia had a program where they had pretty good uh, tax rebates for electric vehicles. Uh, So for a while, especially among like tech people, Mm. like you would go to uh, Tech Square and there would be just like a bunch of Leafs around or like, uh, what is that place in Midtown? Doesn't matter. Anyway. (laughs) Um, and then the state of Georgia, uh, canceled that. Of course they did. (laughs) They're in market, because, you know, Georgia, the state where disenfranchising voters is like the, uh, state, statewide sport. Anyway. I think Georgia is just future Pennsylvania. But like, as in that is Pennsylvania's future? Yes. Possibly. Whereas like, there's, there's these handful of super blue super liberal cities and all of this surrounding rural red that loathes them and is getting increasingly (laughs) gerrymandered and eventually grows to take power i mean it's kind of like that everywhere though like it's like that in new york the whole rest of new york basically hates new york city yes that's true but a uh a northeastern conservative is a little less frightening than a southern one Mm, true True. That's not to say there aren't Confederate flags up here, but <laughs> yeah, which is really weird. Like, guys, <sighs> you are in a northern other... state. <laughs> that was the you other are side. in a state that won, <laughs> right? Like, but whatever. It's more important for them to be racist than to be yes. winners. So that's their choice, and I don't approve. <laughs>